it's targeting like different groups depending on their action with sort of our product to the next action to nurture them and to finally close the deal. You're listening to the B2B Revenue Executive Experience, a podcast dedicated to helping executives train their sales and marketing teams to optimize growth. Whether you're looking for techniques and strategies or tools and resources, you've come to the right place. Let's accelerate your growth in three, two, one. Welcome, everyone, to the B2B Revenue Executive Experience. I'm your host, Chad Sanderson. All right, listeners, today we're talking technology and sales, how it affects your interactions with prospects and buyers, specifically how webinars can change those interactions, why they can be so effective for executing sales demos, and how to optimize your use of video conferencing. To help us tackle the topic, we have with us Agnes Jozwiak, Brand and Communication Director at ClickMeeting, joining us actually from Poland, so it's early for me, late for her. Agnes, thank you very much for taking the time and welcome to the show. Hi, Chad. Thank you for having me. Hello, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) So before we jump in, we always like to ask just kind of a random question just for people to get a better sense of you as as an individual. Uh, And right now I'm on this kick. I don't know. These switch up every once in a while, but I'm on this kick. If there was one famous person living today that you could have lunch with, who would it be and why? Oh, wow. Um, I don't know. Whoa, that's a, that's a very tough question. I've never thought about this. Um, I, last I was, I, I was asked about, um, the book, the, the one I would recommend and the person, perhaps the person, um, I would love to speak to. And that was Simon Sinek. And I'll say the same. I'll have lunch with Simon, I guess. Yeah. He's an impressive guy. I, I really yeah. have enjoyed it. I mean, he's, he's set a nice tone. He's kind of the, uh, he's, he's the face of the authenticity movement, uh, for lack of a better word. His books are amazing. Love is Ted docs too. I'm sure you've seen. Absolutely. Them. Yeah. Many. Excellent. All so right. That, so, that, for, so that would be it. <laughs> perfect. Love it. Uh, it's all, you know, it's just one of those random questions. I always like to just try and figure out, you know, let's get a little different perspective. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, let's have, um, a little bit more context around uh, what is click meeting? What do you guys do and what's your role there? So Click Meeting is a webinar platform and for many, many years, uh, it's been about eight years now, we've been doing our best to make online trainers, salespeople and marketing people happy doing their online courses, product demos and online meetings as well, like a collaboration meetings. So this is, this is pretty much, pretty much it. Um, well, you know, set of features. Now we're getting a little bit different approach, but that's coming up in, uh, in a couple of days, in a week, actually, we'll be launching, um, something new. So, um, so if I may say on Monday, 17th of June, we'll be showing our, our clients, our new approach to webinars, totally automating, automated, uh, process of managing webinars, leads and the content itself. Excellent. And, and when we say, um, brand and communication director, what does that, in, what does that include at click meeting for you? What do you, what's a day in the life look like? Oh, so that's, that's a spectrum. <laughs> maybe not a, maybe not a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Comes Monday. <laughs> comes Monday. Yeah. Um, so it's, um, uh, because. 
the webinar world, if you speak to anyone who does webinars, who, who are people who sort of are doing in webinar industry, they will tell you it's very, very dynamic. So it's pretty much everyday work is not only planning well in advance, but also, you know, facing all these challenges in terms of communication, communicating your brand, what your platform does and can do for your business, apart from all these features. Because, you know, being being about um, webinar platforms with such and such features, I think these days are over now. You have to communicate more of what this platform can do for your business and how the webinar platform or the online conferencing software can make your life easier so you can run your business smoothly. And it's it's all about not features, but the processes, how you, and obviously the features in those processes that will make your business life easier. Excellent. So that's everyday, that's everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> Very dynamic. And it's, and it's been my life for, for the past uh, nine and a half years. So um, it's been challenging and great. Perfect. Perfect. So webinars are an interesting topic, right? So I've, Ooh. I've started my career in marketing, then jumped into sales. I've been doing this a long time. I like to joke that I come from a time when phones had cords. Um, and, and so webinars is one of those topics that has a tendency in my experience to kind of ebb and flow in terms of, of effectiveness. And I know it's, it's in a resurgence. It feels like it's been in a resurgence over the last few years from a business impact standpoint. But I'm, I'm curious, why do you, what have you seen that makes you so passionate about it being a great way to deliver sales demos? Well, different things. Obviously, um, when we, when we think about like sales demos, um, what you want to do, not only show your product, but then be able to nurture the leads and that you get during the, the, the process and nurture them to make finally to make a sale. And it's all possible, you know, the, the days of going to the client side and, you know, not only once, but twice a couple of times and not being effective because obviously it's time consuming, but here you can sort of, you can put processes into You've got knowledge that you want to share. You want, you have a product that you want to demo. So you do this regardless of, you know, space and, and sort of, uh, the time. And you can invite many of your leads to a product demo and then see how many of them convert into the, uh, to registrants, to then attendees and then you know, shuffle the communication accordingly to, to their action. And that's very important. So you see who attended your demo and then you follow up with, um, with some other content and then finally the, the offer. Or, uh, if someone hasn't sort of attended, haven't attended the, the, the webinar, the product demo, your sales demo, then you, then you target sort of the, these people with, um, with invitation to the next round of demo or perhaps send them the recording and then for, uh, sort of uh, retarget them with, uh, with any sort of appropriate actions like, like content or offer. And then you, you are able to score those leads. So it's a very, very effective way. Yeah, that's pretty much. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, well, I mean, so webinars, so uh, again, maybe it's just my age. So right. when yeah. I, and I still, I've, I've done webinars. I've done a few of them, even I think in the last six months, but it, from my perspective to, to get it right, to get the content 
polished and engaging. There's a lot of work. Um, that oh, yeah. It, right? There's a lot of work. So much like everything else in our business life, nothing kind of stands alone anymore, right? There's all the data. It becomes part of a marketing outreach program, a nurturing program. It's not just, hey, I'm going to do a webinar. Everybody come check it out. And if you're interested, follow up with me. Now it's a little bit more proactive because we've got the tools and the platforms like Click Meeting to do that type of stuff. How much, I mean, when you think about the content that has to go into it, what, what would you recommend for individuals that are getting ready to do um, webinars or have done webinars or will do them? What kind of content is best in that format? Is it video? Is it uh, dynamic PowerPoint? I mean, you, mm-hmm. you know, what, what have you seen be the most engaging and generate the most uh, consistent response? Unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, there's no, um, right or wrong answer, to be honest, because if there was one, then it wouldn't be probably effective because if it's going to be, if it would be sort of the same, then it wouldn't work for anyone. So what I would say here at Click Meeting, obviously we do webinars, we do different webinars, our sales team, they do product demos, they do sales demos, obviously. And we've been doing webinars for, for a few years now. And only now we feel that we've got the, the knowledge, the power, and we know what what's working for us. I remember I spoke to uh, one of our clients who said, I have done 14 webinars and only after 15th, I made first sale. Well, <laughs> it, it is, it is a process. You have to be patient. You have to see what, what works and what doesn't. Uh, so it's a sort of, I would say it's a trial and, er- and error. It depends obviously in terms of presentation. You need to see who your audience is. Obviously, uh, in terms of good practices, the content, if you do like a face-to-face demo or like an online product demo or sales demo, the content is is perhaps could be the same. The interaction is, is different. You need to obviously make more, a little bit more effort in terms of engaging your, uh, your online audience. But it's all possible with all the, all the features. You have to try before you go live. You have to make sure you sound okay. People could see you okay. So it's all these little details. It's very, very important, but it's a, it's a practice. It's a practice. Uh, we feel comfortable in doing webinars. We do, like, like I said, our sales team, they do product demos for their clients uh, or future clients. We do like getting started webinars for our uh, prospective clients as well. They, they run, they available on demand as well, because what we, what we've seen, um, in the sort of in the past couple of years that when we, uh, were sort of doing registrations for, for our expert webinars that we do every, every now and then we, when we invite experts, we had like 40% turn up rate from registrations. So it's, a, it, it, it was a great, uh, sort of, it was a great achievement. Now it's about 10 to 15%. Why? Because people, people register for your, um, for your webinar in hope they will get the recording. There are so many webinars on the market right now. <laughs> so it's impossible to int- attend them all. So, you know, you need to make that choice or sign up. What we do now, even now, is we uh, leave a single note. If you want to get a recording, just sign up or we'll send it uh, send it to you after the, the webinar is over. And it works, but it gives you that database to work, to nurture. So, yeah, you have to sort of adjust your actions towards your sort of target audience behaviors and adjust the content content to get as well to your 
to your audience preferences as well. That's very important. Now, when we talk, so it's interesting because we're talking about webinars in actually a broader context than I normally think of them, right? Because I'm the guy that I'll sign up and I have every intention of going and then I don't go. And then I'm the one who goes and gets the recording. But, and so for me, it, it, it's a lot of exchange of, of information in a sales process, but there's also, um, the ability to repurpose that content from an e-learning standpoint Absolutely. or a reinforcement standpoint. And so out of curiosity, does click meeting, is it a platform that offers all of that? So I could set up an e-learning course and then charge people to come take it. That kind of thing is, is that yep. all one platform that you guys provide? Yep. Absolutely. Well, it's, you know, the, the expectations are changing. So we have to change our platform uh, accordingly. Accordingly. So what we do is, uh, we do have, you can set up your course and then obviously serve it on demand. But now what's coming up, you'll be able to charge for an on-demand course. Is this, so, what, is this what we're, is this what we're releasing in a couple of weeks? You, Cause you yeah. teed this at the beginning and said, Hey, something new is coming. And I'm, yeah. I'm trying to be a good podcast host and not jump right on that. But you did, you did take my curiosity. I'm like, okay, something new. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So we'll, we'll, what we are going to do is we are going to give like a ready to go scenario to set up an online course is from, from start to, to an end to start uh, a sales demo from start to an end. So not only that, you know, we'll giving the set of features and go and do yourself uh, like um, uh, it's, it's pretty much like a DIY, but we'll give you like a step by step scenarios remember to use this, remember to do this. Uh, how about you do this? So it's, 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 it's all about this and obviously giving you all the possible features, um, that are necessary in the process. So that's Excellent. the big <laughs> Excellent. I'm, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, honestly, you know, for me that, you know, the podcast, the ability to talk to people like yourself and, and expand my own kind of concept of how to use the webinar, how do you repurpose it? But then there's also the, all right. So there's the e-learning side of it. And then there's the data, right? You're collecting a lot of data, a lot of content, a lot of, of, of interaction metrics. Let's say, how have you seen individuals leverage, um, leverage that beyond the, okay, these people actually attended these didn't. So there are maybe two different nurturing campaigns or outreach campaigns yeah. to drive the business. What other types of analytics are, are you seeing or, or people leveraging and how are they leveraging it? Depending what actions we apply on the actual, because we then invite them to, if they attended uh, webinar A, they will be interested in webinar B. So we will invite them or we will send them uh, like a premium content, like an ebook or report and we nurture them and we then try to convert them into, into paying customers. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. And so, so what yeah, you... It, it, like you said, it's targeting like different groups depending on their action with sort of our product to the next action to nurture them and to finally close the deal. Perfect. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, I would love to, I'm a data guy, so I would love to see the data. And actually I'm thinking to myself now, cause I'll, I'll be honest, as you're talking, I pulled up the website one more time and I'm trying to keep myself from just signing up for it right now. Cause I'm so curious <laughs> to jump in and play with it. But what do you see? So, all right, you mentioned like, you know, you used to have 70% of people show up now at 10 to 15 because there's so 40, much. 40, yeah. That was 40, not 70. Oh, 70 oh, would be a, a dream. Would be great, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 40 is still pretty damn good, right? I mean, yeah. So, so when we think about 
the content that's out there. I mean, we were talking before we, we hit the record button. You know, there's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of, of webinars out there. There's a lot of people selling online courses and all that. How, how do you recommend individuals approach it in a way to make it as valuable as possible? Do we need to do, um, maybe a webinar targeted to a specific persona and only say, if I'm trying to sell the, I don't know, CFOs in retail or something, I only go after them or do, is there a broader based approach to driving more people to attend? How do we, how do you recommend people set their content apart in the webinar space? Well, I guess it's all about if you, you know, you've got like a knowledge to share. Um, and then you have to sort of identify is who would sort of make a benefit of this knowledge and think of people of a group that perhaps would make use of it could potentially become paying customer or your, your sale. Uh, let's say start target the group that will make sort of the most of the, the knowledge and then content you will make, uh, based on that knowledge. I guess that's the, that's the approach. Don't go broke because you will get perhaps people signing up, but then I guess, you know, the broader you get, the less targeted you'll go. If you know what I mean. Um, well, yeah, it's harder to make, I would think it'd be harder to make the content resonate, right? If yeah. you're an extremely diverse audience, you, you really want to do that. So again, this goes to the preparation. Right. Yeah. It's, it's all about good preparation. Think, <laughs> about, think of, think of, think, think about what you've got to share. It's about sharing knowledge. Your knowledge is, is valuable and make content out of it and people will appreciate it. Perfect. Um, so let's talk about kind of the future of webinars. So, I mean, you guys, you've mentioned you guys are getting ready to release some new stuff, but let's look, you know, let's look a year or two out. Where, where are we going? How is this, how is this content going to change? Uh, how is this platform say going to change? Um, are they going to become more interactive? Are they going to be, you know, is what's the next evolution look like? Well, that's a very interesting question, but before I answer it, I, I have to say, um, one of the podcast podcasts I was doing, um, during in the winter, I was asked, are webinars dead? Um, so <laughs> that's quite an opposite question. And I started laughing. Well, uh, they're not only dead, but I guess they, um, just answering your question, I think it all goes towards again, automation. Uh, this is the way we're going. This is the way we see it is going. So, um, we adjust to, to that. So being able to automate processes. So your biggest assets, your knowledge or your product, whatever you want to sell, then you create content out of it. You record it, you make it an on demand, you automate your webinar, you prepare it in advance. You don't even have to be on the webinar. You can just focus on answering chat questions during Q and A's, um, live during the webinar and the, 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 uh, the webinar runs itself being well prepared in advance, recorded in advance, just, you know, made life, played life. And, um, but it's so authentic and, uh, you know, it's about automating processes during the sort of bigger sales process, I guess. So going from planning content preparation, uh, to recording, then launching the live, then nurturing. So sending follow-up emails to the certain groups attended, not attended, and then sort of going forward, um, nurture those contacts with and target them with specific contents 
and you know feed them into your CRM, and then from CRM you go and sort of uh, proceed different different actions. So many things that can be automated that can work with your applications that you use for your business every day. Uh, be be it webinars as a part of your business applications that you use processes that you're running. I think that's, that's the answer, but I might be, I might be, um, I might be wrong, but it's a thought experiment, right? Who knows? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. If you look back five years ago, there's a whole bunch of stuff nobody could have predicted. And quite frankly, a lot of people I talked to back then got it wrong. Yeah. So, Absolutely. But it's great to like, think about. A few years back, it was all about features. I know people coming, coming, coming up to 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 click meeting and comparing us to other platforms that sort of other webinars platform, you know, against different features. Now it's not about features. Okay, we've got hundreds of features, but how to tell people how to use them, where they would need a certain feature in the process. So it's about showing them. And making it automated. I guess that's the future. <laughs> Perfect. So mm-hmm. let's talk when we do webinars uh, and the video conferencing stuff, it changes. I mean, it changes the dynamic, right? It's different. Oh, uh, if I'm sitting across a table from somebody uh, and I'm doing a demo, maybe on a screen or something, or, or we're looking over each other's shoulders or whatever, versus now I'm doing things virtually um, and there's this video component and managing a meeting, doing that well is, is a little bit of a different skill set. It takes it takes a little bit more <laughs> preparation, but also Prepar- and practice and practice. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And so, what are your top tips for salespeople that that are trying to get their hands around video? You know, handling the video conferencing to deliver presentations and, and have conversations. Uh, perhaps pretty much the same. What you have preparing for your meeting, like um, live offline, I would say. So have an agenda have things that you want to cover um video because many people were asking like should i have a video should i have not a video during during like a video conference call well it depends it it really depends what you feel comfortable with if you're able to engage with our video it's all fine well like i said there you need to see yourself what works for you and what you feel comfortable with so i guess but like again Agenda and the content, content uh, the, the, what you, things you want to cover. And then obviously the summary of the meetings and uh, the wrap up things that you want to discuss, things you want to vote over. Then you use different, different tool, like for surveys, you can make notes during, um, that are visible on the screen, uh, for all participants. We do it here as well. Uh, we do collaborate. We do brainstorm on online, having people working remotely and here in the office. It's not um, an obstacle, actually. It's an opportunity as well. So um, it works great. But like I said, you have to feel for yourself and see see what works best for you. Yeah, and it come yeah. it, it like the the moment you start doing it, you'll see what's working, what's what's not. So it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty easy as well. Excellent. All right, let's change direction here a little bit. We ask all of our guests kind of two standard questions towards the end of each interview. The first is simply, uh, as a director of, of brand and communication, as a leader in an organization, that makes you a prospect for other people trying to sell you things. So I'm always interested to understand when somebody doesn't have 
uh, a reference. They don't have a referral. There's not somebody walking them in. There's no existing relationship. Mm-hmm. What is the, what have you found to be the most effective way for someone who wants to talk to you, wants to prospect to you to earn the right to have 15 to 20 minutes on your calendar? What works the best in, in approaching you? Uh, and what have you seen be most effective? I always get annoyed by people, uh, Hey, I've got this solution. So I want to talk to you. Let's make a call. And it's very, it's very, it's like, okay, let me see if I, if, it, if how do you know if I'm in need of your solution or, or how can your solution help me? It was very interesting for me to know is how you helped businesses like mine, like in this case, SaaS businesses. Do you have an experience or you, you've got, um, a track of, uh, of any sort of success working with similar companies to mine. Sort of that's the first thing that sort of, um, sort of co- would convince me to, to, to pick up the, the telephone or do a, like a demo. I mean, so basically do your homework, right? Be prepared. Yeah, absolutely. Be prepared, make sure you know me. See, and, and it works in, in different, you have to be prepared for a webinar. You have to be prepared for your sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. All right. Last question. We call it our acceleration insight. There's one thing you could tell sales, marketing, or professional services people, one piece of advice you would give them that you believe will help them hit their targets. What would it be and why? Know who you want to talk to and what you want to achieve. I guess that's it. that's also crucial because many people do webinars. They start with webinars because they've heard they might be successful, but they don't know what to achieve, what what they want to achieve in them. When I started doing webinars, I was very frustrated that after two three webinars, I didn't get any signups. But hey, was that my real goal. So <laughs> you have to realize what the real goal is and your target, the people you want to talk, you want to talk to, you want to pitch, you want to you know, target and then just do it. And like I said, preparations and practice. Perfect. All right. Agnes, if a listener's interested in talking more about click meeting, we're talking to you about webinars in general. What's, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? You prefer LinkedIn? Is there email? You want them to hit the website? Where would you, where, where would you like them to go? We are on a website, clickmeeting.com. Uh, we're visible on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. So you can reach us there or simply just drop us, um, drop us a line at marketing at clickmeeting.com. Agnes, I can't thank you enough for taking time to be on the show today. It's been an absolute so much, pleasure. Dad. I loved it. Thank Excellent. you so much. <laughs> All right, everybody. That does it for this episode. You know the drill. Check us out, b2brevexec.com. Share the episode with friends, family, coworkers. Drop us a review. And until next time, we have Value Selling Associates, which you all nothing but the greatest success. You've been listening to the B2B Revenue Executive Experience. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show on iTunes or your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.